The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about, I hold to the book, The Bible. As authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there's two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is a Bradley show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you'd like to catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock Eastern. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there. Look for the Rumble icon when you do that. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. we got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good to see you guys this morning. And uh, while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel on Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And then also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page, those guys uh, allow us a spot for the morning and afternoon show over there as well. So if you can't pick it up on either of, of our particular outlets, you can pick it up over there. Uh, right up under SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is, uh, or where we're streaming live on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where uh, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, that goes out once a day, uh, usually late afternoon, early evening. All the articles at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and then, and that includes the morning show archive. So all that you know, we're going to have here the podcast video and uh, any other things, plus all the articles we had from the previous day. I list them in there, and you may get some bonus videos as well, uh, some stuff that I found interesting that day and uh, have uploaded them, and uh, yeah, you may, you may find that of interest. So sign up for the, uh, the email newsletter, and then if you want to get our ministry email, go over to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that on the front page. That'll tell you uh, what we're doing, what we have done, what's coming up in the week, or whatever the case may be. That goes out on Saturday. So um, that's once exclusive content there. And if you want to pick that up, you can by simply signing up at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Now, I don't know where Kate is this morning um, because she has not signed in just yet. Uh, so I'm going to have to fill some spots here. <laughs> Nothing like getting on the hook here. Um, we were going to, there is something that she is going to speak about, uh, that we, we talked about. And that was, um, 
the issue of the TB shot because she was sharing with me some of the things that was going on concerning the TB shot. And uh, so I know that's something she wants to get out as well as obviously eating things. So since this is our, our health and wellness show, one of the things that uh, I'll, I'll share with you just you know briefly is how I've been doing what Kate had told me to do with the, with the juicing, the, you know, reducing the um, certain things that I was eating. And uh, the other night I, I ate something that wasn't on that list <laughs> and how it affected me. And it was almost good in one sense. And then it was almost a bad taste in another sense. It's amazing how your, your taste can be, change very quickly if you stick to what you're doing. But anyway, uh, what she had given me was great. Now, I wanted to let you know this. The, the pre-show music that you guys were listening to, um, that is Casper McLeod. Now, we've had Casper on the show before, a very talented songwriter and a guitarist, and uh, he's a Christian pastor. And uh, Casper <clears throat> just has a new album out called Higher Frequencies. Excuse me. <clears throat> And uh, that song is on, those songs that you heard, even that little Irish jig and all are on there. So we're going to have Casper on, probably with Kate, uh, sometime this week. And uh, we've got uh, Bob Sisson. Uh, I'm going to air that next Saturday. Next Saturday we'll be at the Red Pill Expo, so I'm going to air that next Saturday. We're going to do the interview. If you want to know about chlorine dioxide, if if that's what you want to know about, tune in next week because uh, he's going to... Um, I'm just sending her a note because I don't know where she is. <laughs> um, he's going to be talking about now. Bob takes my understand. My understanding is that Bob is one of the largest distributors of chlorine dioxide in the world. He takes it to third world countries, all kinds of places. I mean, by the hundreds of ga- hundreds of gallons. And um, so Bob is the one who was gracious enough to give me a, a room out there when we go. I'm going to bring him on and talk about some of these things, but I want to let you know this. When we brought Dr. Lee Merritt on uh, the first time, uh, she had never heard of chlorine dioxide. The next time we brought her on, boy, she was gung-ho about it. And then the next time she's telling me about all these uses she's using it for and things. So I, I found out that I had something on my feet called plaque psoriasis. It's like a discoloration. Almost, it's almost like a blood blister or multiple blood blisters without the blister. It, that's what it looks like. It's just kind of nasty looking. Anyway. I started thinking, along with how I'm eat, how I'm eating, doing the juicing and things, why not do a chlorine dioxide foot bath? So, lo and behold, I my wife had a um, she got a, like a one of those foot massaging things. You know, you put the water in it, it blows bubbles on it. It's supposed to heat too, but it doesn't do that. And um, I got that. I put ten drops of chlorine dioxide in it. I put a splash of DM, DMSO in it, and uh, I've been doing like three of those a day for about three or four days. The left foot, it's almost all gone, and, and even the part that's left there is really light, light pink. And the right foot, it was a little worse, so it's it's about like the left foot now, except it's in two little spots. But I thought that was interesting how this oxidizing of the feet and trust me, when the Bible says that how beautiful the feet of the ones who bring good news, I believe that, but I'm going to tell you what, I got some ugly feet. And um, 
<laughs> I think feet, for the most part, are just... Ugh. Anyway, uh, I used that on there, and I was just going to let you know, it's it's interesting to watch how that goes. And um, Dr. Lee had said you can take the chlorine dioxide baths. Put about, I guess, I think it was about 10 or 12 drops in your bath, then run the water in there and soak in that. I think you can soak up to about 45 minutes or so because that's how good it is. But it's it's pretty incredible uh, the change that I've seen just in that and the change of diet. And I can tell, I was telling Kate the other day, I can tell it if I eat something that she said not to eat, you can just, you can tell it. Like within the hour, it starts to hit you and it does affect you in ways that you didn't notice before. And the clarity of mind uh, that I've had of recent, uh, maybe the past week and a half or so out of the three weeks that I've been doing, it's noticeable. Your focus, your cl- just your alertness, uh, is really there, and so I'm 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 learning. And there's a couple of times where you know you have to get that spanking where you you pop that thing in your mouth you weren't supposed to eat, and and you notice it. You really do notice it. So anyway, Kate's with us this morning, and uh, as always, she's got some uh, valuable information to share with us. So uh, good morning, Kate. Good to see you. Morning. How are you all? Fat Dave is in the house, but he's over there sleeping on the dish towel. Such a peasant. He doesn't care. Um, uh, yeah, he, he's winding down, actually. So now might be the time to get on the Kate shop and get yourself a Fat Dave fan club T-shirt. Yeah, do you got they one of those to show? Um, I, I have. I've got one in the house. What I'll do is I should have had it. Actually, the reason I'm, for anyone who's watching the viewers, the reason I'm bright red is because I'm having a huge niacin flush. Because not only did I take niacin, which uh, is vitamin B3, and it, uh, it it exponentially increases oxygen flow to all the tissues, but I also, I was very lucky, I got sent a product from Australia, and quote, I'm going to quote his words, he's going to give me a good run at it. And uh, he sent me the, the, the fulvic minerals thing, but it was this that I was interested in. It's premium oxygen liquid so it's ozone but orally and he sent me the tablets that i've left over there the spray and the liquid and so i what it does is it breaks to o1 and o1 breaks down to ozone in your body and they're fantastic testimonies and it's called the go2 triple uh stack protocol energized lifestyle so i was like yeah go on i'll roll with it so i never tell anyone to take anything until i've tried it myself so i did take it and I did a weights workout, completely forgot that I'd taken it. And um, all of a sudden, when I got on to, when I was doing supersets, the bit that should have been really hard, it was a breeze. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, that's a bit easy. I must be getting a bit fitter. Oh, my muscle strength must be getting better. And um, and then I went to do this other exercise. And that was really easy. And I thought, this is a bit weird. And of course, then I remembered I'd taken this. So I took it the next time I did a workout, same thing. So I just took it again and I threw some B3 in with it as well, a big dose of niacin at the same time. And I have to say my workout was much easier. And where I'd normally get to, um, you know, sets of, uh, I'd do 12, 10, 8, and then I'd do a fourth set with to, uh, to exhaustion. Normally when I get to the fourth set using my lightest weight to exhaustion, it's really difficult. It was quite easy. And... Uh, so, so far, so good. So let me trial this, sign up for it, and then I'll flog it to everyone else. Yeah, we're, um, we're also going to be looking at that LifeWave product. I was talking with the people yeah. over there uh, this this week, and um, it was it was really interesting to see how their product works 
based on where it's put on the body. I think below the belly. Let me button, run and get the t shirt while you talk about yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Um, it's a it's a thing that uses your own, I guess, stem cells for regeneration. I didn't want it to be doing anything weird, so I talked with Kate about it and I said, What do you think about this? She goes, I'm looking at that too. And um it's a little bit it's a little pricey for me. Um, but it's not so far out of range that, you know, people couldn't at least try it. So that's what we're going to try to do was uh, give that a shot too and see what's going on. But, um, part of the thing that we're going to be talking about this morning is, uh, you know, what's eating us this week. And I was going to make mention uh, of this and hopefully Kate's listening a little bit. But I watched a, a video. You know how you, you go over there to watch, you know, I go over there to watch some kind of a report or something that was going on, I forget what it was, for an article I was going to do on YouTube. And they bring up these sort of infomercials, how they do. I mean, they could they could really get to the point in about three minutes, uh, but they have to tell you about who they are so they gain the credibility and stuff like this. So I had to sit through some of that. But there was a doctor by the name of uh, Gina Sam. She was... Um, one of these gastroenterologists or something like that. Anyway, there you go. There's Fat Dave shirts for you guys who want one. <laughs> uh. Fat Dave fan club. And uh, they come in. And, and just in case you're a biological woman with a biological uterus and vagina, uh, you can have a natural woman. There you go. As well. And I, I really just think you should just wear them. And, uh, and, and if you're uh, a tranny, no, you're not having one. <laughs> oh, they'll be coming with you. Oh, that's not inclusivity and all the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fat Dave's looking, looking the business, isn't he? I see that. Fat I see Dave's it. Fan club. I want to, I was, I was telling everybody, I watched this, this video about, uh, from a lady named Dr. Gina Preston, Sam. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with her. With who? Dr. Gina Sam. Oh, tell me what she's about. I probably am. She's like one of these I don't know what the word is. Gastroenterod. Well, a gasp. Someone who looks down your throat and at your no, stomach. No, no, no. Well, I don't. That may be what she does, but she's very much into the the lower the lower intestine. You know, good gut health and stuff like this. So I'm watching this video, and I guess what intrigued me was she said, you know, you carry around ten or fifteen pounds of waste. Waste. Yeah. And so I, she said, there's you're not getting rid of it. She even said constipation and diarrhea were. A result of this, of the, there were symptoms of the same problem, which they was are. all and, this and stuff it's backed very up. Toxic. But yeah, but what what got me? I guess what clicked was all the stuff you've said. You've said, you know, your disease, your bad health, all of it originates in the gut. And over here, when we say gut, we say we mean your stomach, and that's not the case at all. It's down in the no, intestine. The, the gut is the pipe yep. from your mouth to your anus. Yeah, and, and that's where the saying comes from. You know, you're full of. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, I was communicating to that, that to my boys and they were getting it. And I, I was saying, this is what Kate, all of a sudden, what, all these different things started to make, make even more sense to me because she was saying she produced a, a little product that, that has all this, the, the good stuff like the resveratrol, Berid, Beridine or something like that. Berberine. And, yeah. Berberine. Thank you. And several other things that go down the gut and they kill off all the bad bacteria down there. And I'm thinking one chlorine dioxide does that. Yeah, it does. It, it does that. But, but her whole point was, is if you can keep that stuff moving, then you don't, you shouldn't get sick. 
And I got to thinking, well, this is really what the Gerson therapy is. It's not treating a cancer. It's getting your body in a shape where it can heal itself by treating these things that are causing all the problems. That's exactly what it is. I finally got it. I really did. And that's exactly what we're talking about today because um, you... When, when you are, there's all these diets, there's all these different things, the carnivore diet, the paleo diet, you know, be people doing vegan, people fasting. Well, actually, when people go, oh, I'm fasting, what they mean is they're not really because you need to be fasting for a couple of days. That's what a fast is. They're talking about they're they're missing meals. They're just having their meals. The in intermittent, the Matt, in, intermittent yeah, fasting. In, in, yeah. Well, it's not even intermittent fasting, is it? It's just your your just having your time to eat periods of time where you're not, uh, you know, swallowing food, um, which is actually it, when you go to bed at night and you wake up in the morning, you would have already done that. And then, if even if you have your breakfast in the morning, um, by the time you get to lunchtime, that's a good five six hours, which is what you should be doing. You shouldn't be having a mid morning couple of cookies with a drink and a chocolate bar, uh, maybe an apple, because you're constantly putting food down the hatch when what's already in there needs to be in there for at least five and a half hours doing its job before it then goes out into your duodenum. And if you keep opening this hatch, then this one's going, shut, shut up the hatch, shut up the hatch, there's more coming down. So then you end up with food coming in, undigested on top of partially digested. Now you're in big trouble. Then it all starts to go into the gut. And this is why it's not natural to be eating all day long, all day long. I, I do not uh, do this thing where you only put your dog's food down once a day. I don't do that. I have a tray and on that tray is is some cat food and dried cat food. And then there's some dried, good quality dog biscuits. They're a complete food. But they also get um, cooked meat with vegetables hardly cooked all oh, last night they had a right treat because there was steak on sale at the supermarket cubed steak so i just slightly cooked it with some organic mixed veg frozen mixed veg and then i put it in this little chopper and fat dave had some of it and lulu and the, the fatty upstairs the fat cat upstairs gloria who's really giving dave a run for his money she's twice the size of him now um <laughs> you know they had mackerel so they do get but my dogs aren't fat they don't eat all day long they just don't. They tend to, like Nellie will eat her dinner and you'll see her eating a couple of biscuits. That's it. So even though there's food there, she's not grazing all day long. So they know what to do. Um, but anyway, what's the magic mirror? How do we know that we're sick? Well, toxic. One of the first things you can do is go to the mirror and stick your tongue out. Your mirror, sh- you, you, you know, my tongue looks a bit kind of covered because I had a, a day of debauchery where I ate raw chocolate, any chocolate. And, um, you know, I, I ate that and I shouldn't have done really. I had these, I was sitting at the hairdressers and I had these chocolate sweet things and that's where it all started. And, and of course, then I ended up, my joints hurt and I felt really terrible. And then I got, I woke up in the morning and I had these red dots on my nose and my skin. I only get them if I eat something I shouldn't. So your skin's going to tell you, your tongue's going to tell you, and then I'm going to really make you laugh. I had this dip at the supermarket. I just don't eat things like this, but it was a good quality dip. It was an aubergine dip. I I would make that myself normally. But anyway, I had it and it was really salty and I was dipping veg in it, but it was so, so salty. And I had it. And then the next day when I woke up, it looked like my eyelids had collapsed. 
the the top part of my eyelid here was hanging right down over the other part of my eyelid. Wow. That is salt. That's what it does. And that's the first thing that Dr. Patrick Vickers notices with the patients. Once they get to his clinic, within a few days, they start having eyelids, creases in their eyelids again instead of all this. It's not just aging skin. It's the salt. So actually, the magic mirror, you're looking at your tongue. And that's your evidence of your constitution encumbrance throughout your entire digestive tract, which is your whole system because all disease begins in the gut. So if you've got unevacuated feces, what you're just talking about, sticky mucus in the pockets of the intestines, it's constantly poisoning you. That's what it's doing. And a lot of people have got diverticuli, little pockets now in their gut. So they eat all this meat and if they're not eating enough fiber, it's just sitting in there putrefying and it is cadaver it's dead animal that's what it is can i can i put something in there you just said something and that was part of what i listened to from this doctor and i saw this going back to what you're referencing in the gerson therapy too she said if you've if all this is backed up in you so the gerson therapy takes juicing which takes out most all of the fiber it puts the nutrients in because she said, if you're just loading it up, trying to get fiber on there, she said, you're just packing it in there. You're not doing anything to it. And so then that's why it made sense. Okay. Now I see why the coffee enemas are there. You're putting nutrition in with the juices, but you're using the coffee enemas to release all that stuff and get it out. It does empty the descending colon, but it's not going to do it further around. The coffee enema cleanses the liver. That's what that's there for. But it does evacuate the bowel, you know, the uh, the rectum and the the descending bowel. But what um, the Gerson therapy does do first thing in the morning, you have the oatmeal and you don't skip it on the therapy because that provides a cushion for all the raw juices. Then you have your dinner, your lunch, which is a cooked vegetable, potatoes, a salad, and also the Hippocrates soup to cleanse the liver that's had all the fiber out of it. Then the same again, you have the same for dinner. And then you have 13 juices from the moment your eyes open in the morning until about six o'clock at night. Now, um, when people talk about um, like Professor Eret and fasting, a fast for one or two days, or you can just eat fruits only which is exactly what you're saying. And that's where oranges, apples, any juicy fruit in season, any juicy fruit that's in season. And you'll notice that your heavily coated tongue will stop being coated. Some people will say, I feel like I've got hair in my mouth. They feel like there's hair on the back of their tongue. That's your tongue coated. That's your tongue telling you that you've got Uh, things in your gut that you shouldn't have. And that's where, I mean, even um, the Gerson therapy, when they talk, they talk about, you know, capsules, capsules from supplements have been seen in the enema. I mean, when I first started doing coffee enemas and did the Gerson therapy, I'd see these great big long strands of white things. I don't know what they were to this day. I saw some really freaky stuff, but um, just eating fruit, just eating fruit, and salad. That's all you need to do. Um, I don't advocate for people to go on a great big long water fast, because while that may cure some people, you can also kill people with it. Um, you know, it, it, anyone that is, is following Gerson therapy, when you're already diseased, to do fasting like that is like taking annual leave from your job 
unpaid when your bank account's already empty. you, You don't do that. You tax the body too much. So what you want to do is you're flooding the body with nutrients, with juicing. But if you're just feeling unwell, like when you got sick, uh, Tim, what I said to you, no dairy, no meat, no animal protein, just fruit and veg and juicing. Yeah. And that's why it's going to flush out toxins as well at a cellular level. And, you know, you need to, you, you can't heal until you get rid of all of this garbage. And uh, what's interesting, I just, I was found something this morning, which I thought was really good. I thought you'd like this, Tim, because of your beard. And your 10 children. <laughs> so, so sex diseases through history. Um, if you look, whenever you get any of these, they, they were always where you had absolute filth as well. Diseased food, diseased water, lots of filth, cramped conditions, poor sanitation and poor ventilation. So, so what Professor Eric did was the same thing. Um, anyone that had sexual diseases, anyone that has impotence, which is quite interesting. Again, you cut out all of your animal protein, all of your mucus forming foods, and you just have fruit and vegetables. Now, what the only way to this is what he said. I thought this was really, really interesting. Very, very interesting. The natural control of sex. Nothing above the truth. Confess your sins to your own heart. It is blasphemic paradox, tragically. So what he's actually saying is nature doesn't listen to you. It, it, it doesn't. And But you must listen to nature if you want to be happy. We are the product of stimulations and not uh, natural love vibrations, which eventually lead to impotence. And I understand you have to read the whole chapter to get it. But the only way to heal impotence is through fasting and diet. So that's your diet of just mucusless foods. That's fruit and vegetables and fruit in its raw state and juicing. And it's sex as part of vitality. And what do they say in the UK? 50% of men over 50 have erectile dysfunction. 60% of men over 60, 70% of men over 70. Well, why is that? Because they're becoming more and more and more toxic. As time goes on, of course they are, because they're all eating bad food, drinking bad water and everything else, putting on all these toxins on their skin. And that means eating non-nutrient dense foods, commercially grown foods. So sex is our part. It's part of our vitality. And when we're full of vitality, we sire lots of children, don't we? Don't we do? <laughs> and it's and so the barometer of regeneration, rejuvenation, youth, health, and happiness is vitality. And what do we do when we're young and we're fit and we're healthy? We have a fabulous sex drive. We procreate and we sire children. So sterility in females is healed. Now I can vouch for this. I had a patient who. Um, had been unable to conceive a child in in I think about eight years and she got breast cancer so we got her onto the Gerson therapy and several months after starting it she got pregnant naturally with her husband now the hospital was advised her to have a termination and she said to me what would you do and I said well I personally wouldn't do it you know if I were to die then I killed my child as well if I were to die and it's God's will then my husband has the child and um so she went ahead 
and she had the breast removed to remove remove the tumour because the tumour was quite big. She's alive and well today. And that little girl must be five now. That was 2000. And I think that was 2018 or 19, 18, 2018, it must be. So she's she's coming up for you know school age, that little girl and is wonderful and healthy. So there you are. It just proves it. So sterility of the female can be healed. And every patient who earnestly took up uh, Dr. Uh, Professor Eretz's mucusless diet was rejuvenated and healed. There's, so a, there's a question. Uh, there's a question about here um, in the chat uh, regarding that. What about geoengineering? The stu- you know the chemi- chemicals they spray. Your point. I think the thing that you would say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I can almost hear the answer is, well, if you're doing this, you're constantly, de- even though you're becoming toxic through that stuff, you're constantly detoxifying. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Grow your own, get a greenhouse, grow your own in boxes on your balcony, grow your own foods, then you know they're not spraying anything, you know it's not getting sprayed on. Um, wash it in bicarb soda, just soak all your fruit and veg if it's, it's you know, commercially grown. Uh, look at the clean 15 and the dirty dozen, the thick skinned uh, foods, detox, coffee enemas, they're great. Um, and, you know, foot baths. 20-minute baths with bicarb, Epsom salts, uh, borax, and bentonite clay for 20 minutes. Do one of those a couple of times a month. Do a foot bath if you haven't got a bath. You can do all of these things. And I can tell you right now, masturbation, night emissions, prostitution, etc., are all eliminated from the sex life of anyone living on a mucusless diet after their body has become clean and powerful. Wow. Yeah. So don't forget, you know, when you're when you're desecrating the Lord's temple, that's what God is within us. He's written in every single cell in our DNA that we overcome Satan with our personal testimony that the word of God tells us what the blood of Jesus does for us, our powers in the word. Why? Because we're, you know, we're 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 electrical before we're chemical, before we're physical. We're image bearers of God. Yeah. So, I mean, what's that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing um, that you have to say every day? I am immune to hurt and resentment. I, 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 I stand poised on the rock, which is cr- the Christ within me. Hmm. You know, you say that all the time. And because the only way to the Father is through the Son. Well, yeah, the um, hope of glory is Christ in me. I mean, that's that, yeah, that's absolutely true. So you stand true. poised on that, and you will be immune from all these terrible emotions that are bad energy that make you sick. And on what, what do you do when you're when you're you know um, resentful, which is in the same group as as jealousy, anger, fear? What do you do? Well, you tend to be like mm, like that, and you tend to make food poor food choices or you will turn to alcohol or you'll turn to drugs to try and make you feel better you don't need to do any of that you need to just make sure that when you open the doors to the lord's temple you only bring the right things in and um, it's all here for us everything is here for us and i'm going to go back to we've done it on the show um you know i'm drinking peppermint tea it's really funny now there's a rumor going around that i drink urine and they say it on everything. She's drinking urine again. <laughs> peppermint tea, which is slightly acidic. In my infusion teapot, I absolutely love it. And the peppermint goes in the side. I've had so many of these teapots, I keep breaking them. Um, then they're really cheap. 
that's probably why they keep breaking. Um, but you know, the peppermint tea is so good for you. And I I um I see all of these stores now everywhere in the UK, it's Costa Coffee. I'm sure they're everyone in ever in the in, in America as well, coffee store, and people are drinking loads of coffee, but they're having, you know, a milk, copious amounts of milk. And then they put into it this terrible um, syrup, hazelnut syrup or different syrups. It's it's literally just poison what you're doing to yourselves. And it, I it's like a whole meal. And I used to feel sick after I can't ever have it. Um, I might have the if I'm out, I'll have the occasional almond milk or coconut milk cappuccino but very rare because as soon as I start shaking but um you know the it's it's really really interesting and we go back I'm going to go back and I'm just going to stick this bit in again because by now anyone listening to the show uh first of all they know that I reek of garlic and garlic and onions every day and Tim you'll be noting that when you meet me in the flesh Tim and I are meeting in the flesh <laughs> this time next week we're going to be in the flesh yes I'm touching one of them. Um, you know, um, I eat loads of garlic. I eat loads of ginger. Uh, last night, I had a very strange drink before I went to bed. I took the lemon skins of the lemons that I'd juiced earlier, and I put a, a heaped, I think it was maybe a, one or two heaped teaspoons of turmeric, ground turmeric, because I didn't have any fresh. I'd have been better off with fresh. And I put that into the saucepan with a big heat teaspoon of honey. And I bubbled up the lemon skin, the turmeric and the honey and simmered it for 20 minutes. Then I poured it through a strainer in a teacup, a little bit of cool water to cool it down a bit. And then I drank it. Interesting. It was supposed to be good at fat burning while you were asleep. I just oh, really? Yeah, and I keep reading about it. So I thought, right, I'll give that a whirl. Not because I think I need that for fat burning, but I don't like to tell anybody anything until I've I've tried anything. But but of course, I thought to myself, well, it can't be bad for you because turmeric is anti-inflammatory. The lemon skins, um, they've got to be some degree like grapefruit skins uh, with the hydroxychloroquine. It's got to be something similar in there um, because it's a citrus fruit. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll have a blast. Anyway, it was quite pleasant. And of course, turmeric whitens your teeth for anyone who doesn't know. Anyway, so what what is a cold? When we, we talk about a cold, and don't forget the liars, the lying lies of lies have tried to convince us that a cold is something we catch. Uh, it, it's, it, we catch it because it's a virus and it's not bacterial. So we catch it, which is why we need to have vaccines, Rockefeller's vaccines. And um, which is complete poppycock, all of it. You don't catch a cold. It's your body having a detox. And most people that present um, with a very serious life-threatening illness, um, when you ask them, when did you have your last flu bout? Or, you know, how often do you get a cold? They go, oh, I very rarely get ill. They say that's getting ill. It's not getting ill. It's just your body trying to detox. Dave! Dave's Raffi, Dave's trying to get off the work worktop and the little beast <laughs> Raffi's stalking, waiting for him to jump down so he can chase him. Um, so look, you know, what is a cold? A cold is a beneficial effort to eliminate waste from the cavities of the head, the throat and the bronchial tubes. That's what it is. And of course, if if you can't get rid of that, what happens next? What is pneumonia? It's a cold that goes deeper um, and will eliminate and clean the mucus from most of the spongy vital organ, the lung. 
a hemorrhage occurs to clean more radically. So when anyone sees blood in the mucus, they go, oh, my word. It's like when you've got sinusitis and you start to see blood in your snot. Everyone panics when it's fresh blood. It's a big, deep clean. The entire system is aroused, causing a higher temperature by the friction of the waste in circulation. And people get very alarmed by this. And who gets the most alarmed? You're indoctrinated quacks. And we're not telling you what to do here. If you have any new symptoms or you have old symptoms that are worsening or you're taking any prescription medication, please do go and visit your highly paid, highly educated, indoctrinated quack doctor physician. You must go and do this. We absolutely urge you. Whether you listen to what they do is up to you. <laughs> you can do what you like. That's right. But you go and listen to everything and then make a true informed decision. And let me tell you, the bit that you're going to feel the most pain in is your wallet. Anyway, um, the entire system is aroused, causing a higher temperature on the friction and circulation and, and people get alarmed. And the doctor um, often gives you drugs to suppress it. What do they do if you've got a temperature? Take these drugs, Tylenol, paracetamol, get your temperature down. Really? How mental is that? It, 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 but that's what we're told. And what happens then? Um, it suppresses the symptoms um, and then you keep on eating and you block nature's process of healing and cleansing. If the patient doesn't die, the elimination becomes chronic. So what happens next? It's called consumption. The consumption patient eliminates continually his mucus caused by these increased mucus forming foods through the lungs instead of through natural ways and the organ itself begins to decay you can't get gas exchange from the little air pockets at the end the little alveoli and eventually you get germs in there and it's called what tb well we've seen a rise in tb at the moment in in areas where we've got a large asian population and what they do with the Asian population, you see, is they tell them that they're more susceptible. So they vaccinate them all against TB and they vaccinate them when they come in the country and they vaccinate all the babies and they're vaccinating all the babies in the UK with TB, even though in one study, what they did with, um, I actually shared it on my page. I can't give the exact figures unless I pull it up. But in one study, they actually vaccinated just over 200 babies. Let Actually, let me see if I can find this. They vaccinated just over two, I think it was the Lubeck uh, study. And of the two, 200 and something that they vaccinated, they killed a huge portion of them. And of the remaining ones, um, they all got TB. And the doctors in that study, I think it was in Germany, all went to jail. Um, and yet they're still vaccinating all of the kids with it in this country uh, and so why are we seeing an increase in it probably because they're giving it to here we are of uh, out of 200 um where is it here we are 250 children were vaccinated in 1930 the lubeck study in northern germany these were infants and out of the 250 children that were infants that were vaccinated 73 of them died in the first year and 135 of them were infected but recovered and the doctors went to jail. So they're now, you know, in injecting everybody and now they're saying we're having an increase in TB. 
Uh, but of course, they're giving you the most disgusting uh, toxin from a cow. They're still injecting it in. It's disgusting when you look at what's in it and what happens and what it causes long term. And then it causes so many health effects. Dave's now getting in on the act. Can you see him? All right, Dave. Dave. <laughs> oh, he's going to show you his cloaca instead. <laughs> Goodness gracious. This is a family show, Dave. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't care. He's going to get on his T-shirt now, look. He's sitting on his fat Dave T-shirt. He's owning it. So um, what happens is your lung, the vital organ, the lung, the pump works inefficiently on the circulation and the entire cell system decays more and more and decomposes till the patient dies. Um, so they don't tell, I've seen when patients go into hospital, somebody sent me a picture actually of what a patient had been served up in hospital that was seriously ill with an infection. They got a little plastic carton with some concentrated apple juice in it. They got a slice of white hybridized wheat bread and they got a yogurt, a sugar yogurt with not even real food in it, just flavorings. That's what they served them. What's toothache? It's a warning signal. You need to stop eating. There's bacteria in the tooth and my body needs to do a clean out job. So stop eating. If I eat any sugar, I get toothache for days. And then as soon as I stop and I don't do any of that, I carry on juicing. It just goes away. Stomach trouble. Um, it's the stomach's the center of, of, of central organ of disease matter supply. So it limits the ability of the organ to digest. That's why you've got to stop putting food down the hatch. And then you get unprocessed food going out of the stomach when it's not digested properly because your stomach digests protein. Your mouth begins digesting fats and starches and it switches off in your stomach. And then the fat and starches carry on further down that pipe. Well, it all ends up half digested going into the pipe. And then what happens? Um, your appendix, its job is to add antibacteria and lubrication. So if you've got all this food coming that's not digested properly, or you've not got enough stomach acid to do it, or it wasn't acidic enough because you get putting stuff down the hatch, then your appendix is working twice as hard. So what does your appendix do? It swells up. What do we call it? Appendicitis. What do mm. the doctors do? They just cut it out and give you antibiotics. Yeah, then you're, then you're without something you need. Yeah, and then you've got all this gut flora growing mad because you've had antibiotics, but you're still eating all this meat and you're not eating the fiber and you're all the rest of it and so on and so on and so on. So look, um, you know, and it goes on, uh, boils, goiter, um, liver and kidney diseases. Actually, you know, when you eat loads of um, fat or you or, or all of your, too much calcium and you're not getting enough vitamin D or your stomach acid's not right, you get those calcium deposits in your kidneys and in your soft vessels. And then what's the way to eat it? Well, it's not to carry on eating that, it's to address the problem. Start doing a juice fast. Um, and, and people go, oh, I can't do it, I break it, we'll do it every hour. Take a small amount of juice, eight ounces every hour. You won't get hungry. And or, or even every other hour and have a glass of water, eight ounces of water in between. You'll feel great. You'll be bombing around like Corky the cat. Um, eye and ear diseases. What was the first thing I noticed when I went on the Gerson therapy? I could read without glasses. Um, I get really tired. Why? Because I look at a computer and I look at my phone. And when I start reading my computer, reading my phone and reading, I'm looking at a computer, I find it difficult to focus. So again, these are toxic so you've got to get yourself away from that even for a little while. 
all of your mental diseases, their diet and their, their toxicity. And there was a psychiatrist took a group of um took a group of schizophrenics, hebephrenic, catatonic, simple, and, and paranoid, and he took them off all gluten, put them on a really, really natural diet of fruits and vegetables, and all of their symptoms subsided. And when he took it to the board, they threatened to lose his license, his job, and told him to get them back on the drugs and shut up, basically. So I think, you know, your body, it, 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 it's, it's, it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Because once you start keep plowing that stuff in you, you're going to get more and more bacteria and you're literally eating yourself from the inside. You're just getting diseased. And um, there's if you look at uh, um, that, I can always tell by looking at someone if they're toxic. I'm just so used to it now. And the next thing I do is I can smell them and I can there's a particular smell on the breath. There's a particular smell in the feces. Now, we know that people, when they're diabetic and we know that they're in hyperglycemia, they smell of pear drops. They smell of those sugary sweets, those pear drops. You can smell it off their breath. They smell sweet. When anyone's got candida, um, yeast infection, uh, or they've got it on, in the folds of their skin, you can smell it. It has like a... Uh, it smells like bread, like yeast. You can smell it on them. Um, you know, when people talk about BO, body odor, when you're eating a clean diet, it's when you're eating loads of meat you're, you're, and you that bacteria, the bacteria chows down, um, has to chow down on, on what's secreted from your body. And if you're not washing your armpits, that's where the smell starts to come. If you're eating really clean, you don't smell. And um, your your um, secretions from your sexual organs will smell very different when you're eating a clean diet. And I can tell you right now, the Japanese, what they say about us uh, as white people. Someone called me a honky the other day, and I've not heard that term for decades <laughs> and yeah. decades. And, and then someone said, well, I think it's politically incorrect. You're not allowed to say it. Why is that then? Why am I not allowed to say it? And why? If they saying that we're honkies, why can't I say it? Um, anyway, but um, what they say about us is that we smell sour. Well, we we do if we're eating loads and loads of cow's dairy. And we're not talking about goat's cheese here. It, we're talking about dairy. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because a lot of a lot of when I worked for British Airways, a lot of the people from Asia, they used to smell of mothballs. It wasn't what they ate. It was because they had a lot of mothballs. So they kept mothballs in their closets. So all their clothes would smell of mothballs. Yeah, my mom used to do that when I was little. Yeah, and I would smell it in the hotel rooms and everywhere. But you'll smell differently. Your nails will be different. Uh, if you have psoriasis, the, I, I think I've mentioned this girl on the show. I used to go to this restaurant with the children regularly. Um, and the, the waitress in there, she was absolutely covered with eczema and psoriasis. It was all on her wrists, on her hands and all up her neck. And I could see she was really embarrassed about it. And I chatted to her about uh, the Gerson therapy one day. Anyway, I didn't go in there for a long time. And when I went back in, she came running over to me completely just perfect. No, no, no uh, psoriasis, no eczema. She, her eyes looked brighter. 
she'd lost, I think she'd lost about 28 pounds in weight. Wow. She said to me, I, she said, I, I took your advice and I went and she'd done something like 72 days of juicing. That's Every incredible. single piece of fruit and veg that she could get her hands on. And she just juiced and juiced and juiced and juiced. And then at some stage, she started to add in, but quite a long time in, she started to add in just fruit, salads and vegetables. And she said, everything's better because you get um, psoriatic arthritis as well. It, you know, you get it inside your body. And, you know, it's great about you say about chlorine dioxide. I was reading and I can't find it. I'll find it in one of my books eventually because I'm reading all my books all at once. Um about arthritis is nothing more than the toxins that bacteria give mm. off in your joints. Yeah. In your joints, which is why I'm sure, you know, I, I'm I'm in the in the closet over there. I make my virgin solution, as I call it, you know, your chlorine dioxide with the shot glass in the middle of the kilner yep. jar. Yep. And then and and then I redo it and I put what's in that into another bottle. And uh and and then I have my kilner jar and I make up my liter every day. And then every time I pour myself a glass, you can't do this if you've got amalgam fillings. I put the four drops of DMSO, which is what Jim Humble says, yep. to it. And, you know, I I don't know whether it's that or the chlorine dioxide um, or the, the magnesium oil and the DMSO. I haven't had, I don't get these herpes simplex. I just haven't yeah. had anything. Well, this is that's this when you're talking about the eczema and stuff like that. I'm kind of wondering you you tell me what if I'm right or wrong here. But again, I, I something about this video I watched the other day. And again, it was about 15 minutes, uh, but and she's obviously selling her product that she's you know prepared that's supposed to be all natural and everything like this. But one of the things that was in there was she was talking about why we get all that stuff on our skin is because all that stuff's backed up in the gut. Then you start having the leaky gut. And the body can't rid itself of the way, so it's trying to find a way to eliminate it. Puts it out in the bloodstream, and then it starts coming out your pores. Is that what an eczema is? Is that what all this yep. stuff is? It's that just is, the yeah, body getting oh, rid yep. of that stuff because it's backed well, up in your gut. It's that because you've got babies with with eczema, so they've been vaccinated. So they've got all those heavy metals sitting like shrapnel in the gut. They've got leaky gut. It's got GMO in it. It's got all sorts. Then they start giving them the, the milk and the, the GMO, the baby rice and whatever else. And yeah, you're going to start seeing eczema. Then you've got the contact dermatitis on top of that, where the child is having um you know it's coming out of that that womb and now it's coming into contact with all these chemicals in the laundry detergent in the sheets when it's on the mother's clothing on the clothing from the store you, you know I, I i think i did a show didn't i on on everything that's actually in your fabrics it's incredible so um you know you've got to really get everything cleaned up just use these wash balls in the washing machine or use soap nuts. And when you, you, you put these little, a big bag of soap nuts is so cheap. And you put four of these little nuts in a bag in your washing machine, a couple of drops of, of natural oil on it. If you, you want to smell or just put some lavender in there. And then you wash the baby's clothes in that. You can just wash them on a hot wash, peg them out and, or put them in your greenhouse or, you know, anywhere. So it's natural. And um, the same as, Anything you buy, you've got to wash. Get your baby's environment cleaned up and all of those things because 
The other thing is if you've got these air fresheners or anything that's got an aroma from it, if you're breathing that in, where's that going to go? Down to your alveoli, in your lungs. Where's the chemicals going? Into your bloodstream. So this baby is getting bombarded with all of this and it needs to come out. And that's why acne rosacea, acne rosacea, you know, people are drinking and they're eating loads of meat and drinking alcohol and sugar and they get acne rosacea. Well, you can treat it and you can try and keep it at bay. But the minute you change the diet and take them all off that, it goes away. And that's why I said I get all these little dots on my nose and around my cheeks. They're just like little dots and they go away on their own. Um, if I just don't eat things, I shouldn't. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm like everyone else. Sometimes I see it, I'm salivating. But don't let yourself, if you struggle with saying no, um, there's there's two things you can do. You know, you mm. can take chromium. Um, but then make sure that you have a juice every hour and a great big glass of water. Don't let yourself get to that stage where you're starving and you make the wrong food choices. Yeah. Kate, um, we're, we got a question here. I guess we're going to hold over just a few minutes or something afterwards, but I want to throw this one in because this is one that we always make reference to, too. And you were talking about Christ and us, and I want people to understand Christ is only in his people. Uh, those who are not his do not have his spirit, Paul says. If you're none of his, if you don't have his spirit. And so, you know, we, we not only talk about taking care of the body, but of the soul as well. And you've often made mention of not only clean eating, clean living, that kind of thing, but clean thinking. And uh, I was thinking the same thing that Mr. Wordsworth in the chat mentioned uh, earlier in the, in the program, and that was out of Philippians, where we're told, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Notice that, your moderation. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known, not to yourself, but to God. Let it be known to God. Let Him hear those things that you need, let him hear your adoration for him. Let him hear your thanksgiving for what he's done. And then it says, And the peace of God, which patheth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And I got to tell you, what what are we constantly inundated with in media, in conservative or liberal, whatever you want to be in, what are we constantly, we are constantly inter, uh, entertained with everything but those things. We're, we're shown the disgusting, the depraved, the reprobate, the, the terrible, you know, law violations. And, and fast food and Abs- poison in, yes. in the advertisements so that everyone goes, oh, I want that. Yeah. And Hang on, let's close out the show here and uh, we'll pick up on the other side. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you're going to get us. Before it's news.com or Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Bradley, be with you at three. Have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. Read the Word of God and uh, give glory to Him. And we'll see you back here, Lord willing, 6 a.m. on Monday. Adios. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from the radio. And uh, Kate didn't mean to interrupt there, just wanted to close that out. So I'm going to turn it right back over to you. Yeah, so if we're watching all of that, if we watch a movie that makes us angry, you know, there's uh, we get really head up about it. Um, what are we more likely to do? We're more likely to then all of the, there. That's an all vi- a vibration of 0.2 to 2.2 hertz. We're going to make wrong the wrong choices. We're going to start reaching for you know things we shouldn't eat, and then if we 
Um, if we're not sleeping, if we're tired, what do we do? Our body needs energy because we should have slept and we've not regenerated. So what do we crave? We crave sugar. Um, if we're watching movies that make us really sad, if we're watching the news that's making us fearful, we're going to be filled then with prejudice and fear. Uh, we're we're going to lose hope and salvation. So then we think, oh, well, whatever. And then we we just reach for drugs, for alcohol, for whatever else. So these things, if you're thinking it and then you're saying it, it's very quickly going to become your reality. Yes. And uh, I, As a man I, thinketh in his heart, so is he. So that's why I like to focus on now uh, more and more and more how how are we going to come out of this? Because, you know, it is really entertaining in the press this week in the UK. They They literally one day told the public, all of the things that were going to happen in the next year, you know, pandemics, wildfires, people, uh, a, a murder of somebody high profile, um, everything that's going to happen to us all. And um, they've also announced in the press that people are not subscribing, paying their license fee to the BBC. People are not watching mainstream media anymore. And they said, it's because people, they, yeah, they said, oh, it's because people are watching TikTok and short videos. No, it's because people know they're liars. And that's why, yes, 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 we're on Sons of Liberty. And yes, 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 TNT Radio Live are up for awards for being, you know, hardcore and right up there at the front. That's I'm awesome. Just gonna, yeah. Shall I let you into a little secret? Please. They're looking to give me another show. <laughs> As if you have time for that. <laughs> uh, and more hours because they really like what I do. So um, there's a load of TNT stuff heading, winging its way over right now to the Red Pill Expo. They've sent it direct. And I, I want to thank, you know, Mike at TNT, who's really, you know, that believed in me and given me that opportunity. And, um, you know, G. Edward Griffin and the guys at, at the Red Pill, along with TNT, have made it all happen. You know, they, they've made sure that I'm getting there, everything. Uh, so it's kind of cool. And um, I'm sure I'll be fast asleep on the flight back when I've finished. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be asleep yeah. on the way down there and the way back. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, you know, one of the things I was thinking was, what am I going to eat? And I thought, well, it's easy. It's America. It's just going to be an abundance of great big buffets and fruit in the hotel for a start. Uh, so I thought, well, I'll eat some eggs, I'll eat some fruit. And, and then, you know, there'll, there'll be places nearby, I'm sure, and water. And I, and, um, I, I don't want to go in there and do all the, you know, like Pfizer and now, um, uh, uh, p- purchasing all of the, um cardiovascular drugs and you know something else as well that happened this week and i'm going to talk about it on a show and i'll show the viewers there's a drug that they are using in the uk for cardiac arrhythmias and they're saying it's a trial now that particular drug uh, was offered to someone very close to me and thankfully he's smart enough that he said no and it causes death and it basically makes your arteries harden but they offered it to a 22 year old that's crazy and that 22 year old who's got pots which isn't a condition it's just a collection of symptoms um but the point was um they get seeing all these kids teenagers and young adults with cardiac arrhythmias now so they're now giving them all these hideous 
hideous drugs. And this particular drugs, it's not a, it, it's been around before, and I don't know why they're calling it a trial. Anyway, so what we've been doing, which I will talk about once I've done it, and I'll show you all the letters, is uh, we're composing the letter with all of the uh, studies. And then I'm sending it to the actual consultant and the two nurses that are on the letter. And I'm going to call them all to to answer uh, with their code of conduct, the GMC, the NMC, everything about this drug and all the studies. And I'm going to say, you know, I, I, I await your response. And before I go very public with this, which I'm going to, um, because I cannot believe that they're calling it a trial. That means they're seeing people every day in that arrhythmia clinic that they're putting on this drug that is known to be horrific. Interesting. They don't care. They don't care. Um, it, it's incredible. And it's incredible that it, it doesn't matter now. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether they've given you the... People don't realize as well, half of the world's population have been injected with the TB vaccine. And... The domino effect of what it does to your health is everything that you are seeing. And I think it's, and I agree with, with Stuart Wilkie, it is the one of the biggest scandals of the century. And I think it's probably bigger than the COVID shot. That TB shot is killing you. And it's making you sick with every single thing of what they're doing to you. And the other thing is, they don't just get you, they get your offspring. Because once you're injected with it, you develop these anti, it's called um, allo, uh, allo immunity, not autoimmunity, it's allo immunity effect. So you develop antibodies to platelets, antiplatelets. So what happens if you've got no platelets? Well, you're going to bleed out and die. So the babies of the mothers that are injected with this, you get them dying. So... But it's the TB shot that they might have had when they were a child. Nobody's that's, looking at that's all just stuff. In, yeah, that's just incredible. And that's why I want to encourage people. I'm going to do a show on the T. I'm actually we're getting all the stuff yeah. together. And I'm going to do you a whole show on the TB shot. This is this is why I want to together. encourage people also to be here next Saturday. Because um, I'm going to record the show due to the time of traveling everything with Bob this week. But the the thing, and this is something, if you're if you're wanting to know how to do Chlorine dioxide, the simple, easy way, we're talking about just using the part A. Um, Bob claims that it will activate in water. You just put it in your Berkey or whatever you're doing, let it sit overnight, and it'll activate. He says, I've done it. I put the pH things, and you don't even need the hydrochloric acid. Other people say you do. I use both. Okay, I use both of the drops. Mm. I keep doing equal equal you know parts. And usually through the day, I'll have my little shaker thing here, and I put you know, five drops in there in my water and I sip on it. I don't gulp it, but I sip on it through the day and that keeps it, you know, functioning in your body. But if you're wanting to know about chlorine dioxide, Bob is one of the guys to, to, to really pick that up. And, um, he's, he's done a lot to get that in the hands of people who need it, you know, third world countries here and other places. And he's, he's really, you know, really out for, to undermine this whole big pharma thing that people can get their bodies in a position to where their bodies can heal themselves. He doesn't bring healing himself. I, I love what Mark Grennan said. I love what Jim Humble wrote in the front of his book that we don't go around healing people. We we put the bot we get the body in a place where it can bring healing back to itself. That's what Dr. Gerson did. Yes. Dr. Gerson did. 
He took away the toxicity and the deficiency of vitamins, minerals, and enzymes so that the body was able to rally its own immune response. That's the key. That's why you don't get recurrence of cancer. And that's why their system, the whole, all, all, you know, all nations were deceived by the merchants and their sorcery. Their sorcery system, what do you see? They hammer them with chemotherapy and drugs and they give them loads of radiotherapy. Uh, they cut body parts off. And what happens when you look for these patients at seven years? They're dead. They get recurrence. They go through all this horrific treatment and they get recurrence, lots of them. One study that had 92,000 patients in it uh, that all had chemotherapy for all different cancers. And at the 10-year mark, under 3% were still alive. That's why they do five years. The reason they do five years is if you die at five years and one day, your cluster's healed. Your cluster's, it, it worked. And they don't do it beyond five years because most of them die. And that's the facts. All right, we've got uh, two questions in here or some things that people have made mention of. One is borax. We've yeah. talked about that a little bit. Can you maybe give a little, just a short little thing on <laughs> borax and why, if you're very careful with it, and well, this, again, this is for information. So if you do it on your own, you know, you're, you're playing. Yeah, so tell you what you do. I'm just telling you what I do. Yeah. Um, I have a patient who came to me who told me that she needed, she was told she needed a hip replacement. So she started taking an eighth of a teaspoon of borax in, in a um, liter of water every day. And the pain went away and her hip's fine. And of course, that made me remember in the book where I'd read that arthritis was caused by a bacteria. Uh, the toxins that the bacteria gives off in the joint. Um, you can, and people bath in it. And I also uh, was looking at one of the scientists who used to work for ARP, H-A-A-R-P, not harp as in playing a harp. And he said that it they take a pinch of borax and a pint of water every day because it uh, stops the nanotechnology from working. Remember, your skin is your biggest organ. So that's why it's uh, half a half a cup of borax, half a cup of bentonite clay, uh, a cup of Epsom salts and a cup of baking soda in your bathtub. You lie in it for 20 minutes exact. If you haven't got a bathtub, you've only got a shower, do a foot bath. Um, and you don't need you can just put a tablespoon of each and half a tablespoon of the borax and the bentonite clay in a foot bath. Um, and again, 20 minutes because what goes on your skin goes in your skin. So it's it's doing exactly that. So I've stopped it. Can, does, but does borax it, it almost I sounds do. it almost sounds like it does borax act as sort of an electrolyte in the water? I, I think that's what it is. So what I've been doing is in between everything else, I, I've been taking the eighth of a teaspoon of borax in five, for me personally, in 500 mils of water every couple of days. Cause I mean, there's only so much fluid a gel can get down a neck and what with the juice in the peppermint tea, the chlorine dioxide, I'm like, what's next? The, the oxygen. <laughs> and, and even Katrina says that's me. She went, it's fitting it all in. I don't know. Where, but, um, so yeah, I, I give it a go and, and I can, you know, I can honestly say I was starting to get stabbing pains in my, uh, carpal, both carpals if my thumb it's completely gone in my left and it only uh the, the even just tender paints completely gone and i don't get those stabbing pains but um and all the inflammation the joint looked quite big and inflamed it's starting to disappear and i only get a little tiny bit of discomfort if i go and eat sugar it doesn't happen any other time so there you are right there and yet we see lots of people with all this arthritis in their hands and they're on all these um steroid drugs which what does that do 
Uh, it blocks the COX-1, COX-2 pathway, stops your prostaglandins. And what's the one thing it does? It stops you making osteoclasts, uh, sorry, uh, osteoclasts, which break down your bone, form a cement that stimulates your osteoblasts to build your new bone. Don't forget, your entire skeleton remodels, your entire body remodels all the time new cells. So if you're taking a drug to block your osteoclasts, you're going to be making new bone on the old, which is like fixing a hole in the road without digging the hole out and filling the hole, getting rid of all the crack stuff and then putting some new stuff in there and then coming over the top with your tarmac. You're not doing that. You just put your tarmac over the rubbish stuff underneath. So what are you going to get? Osteoporosis, even more broken bones, inflammation. But they're giving you steroids. It's crazy. And if you take the steroids, you've got a 400% increased risk of entering the hospital as an inpatient in America. Wow. Wow. Okay. So here's the last question that we got. And then we're going to, we're going to let you close out and all. Um, they were talking about Fat Dave and they, they said, well, I've heard that it is bad for. Fat <laughs> Dave's wearing his t-shirt now. He, he's a, a star. Yeah. He says, this is my, uh, they, he's literally giving me a royal bed on the t-shirt where I folded That's it. Hilarious. So, so <laughs> the question, the question is, uh, do you, uh, when, when people let their animals, whoops, we lost there. There we go. Uh, when people have their animals and they let them sleep with them, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm thinking besides the hairballs that you're going to be breathing in, uh, I don't know. Flea bites. I've been covered in flea bites. Well, um, Asthma and eczema in third world countries where the children are among their animals all the time is really low. The incidence is so low. And yet in this country, it, I can't even remember what it is now. It used to be one in 10. It's much greater than that now. Um, so none of my kids have eczema or asthma. And when they were growing up, we had 12 cats and there was at least one cat on somebody's head in bed or in the bed with them or on the bed always. Um, so didn't didn't harm any of my kids. So I I have the two chihuahuas in bed with me. Fat Gloria Gaynor gets in, she gets in bed with Paloma. Um and the rest of them, you know, Floyd's outside um doing what he does. Lulu's outside waiting for the dawn to break so she can catch mice. Uh, and Fat Dave's normally dossing on the worktop where I do my cooking. I do wipe the worktops because of parasites. Of course I do. And I don't let him lick my bowl unless I'm not looking um he has been known to lick guest food <laughs> but um you know he's generally knocking around but none of us have died yet and you should always be doing a you know parasite cleanse which is your chlorine dioxide anyway everybody's got parasites all the time so you should be doing that so you're I I don't believe that you know all this stuff about banish but you should be washing your hands when before you eat your food you're supposed to wash your hands um, because of parasites and, and, and you, you know, you might have bacteria, you know, feces, whatever, you should be washing your hands anyway. So it's very basic rules. Cleanliness yeah, is sure. next to godliness. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, I think there was a reason that somebody came up with that phrase there. And I'd be, and I was, as I was listening again, I go back to this little video. I, it put together all this stuff. I was just sitting here thinking, Kate's been talking about this for like three years. I, I know that she's been saying these things. Now, all of a sudden it makes sense that like, Whatever you're treating, whatever the, is really the symptom, whatever disease that you got is the symptom. The real problem is your gut. <laughs> it's it your gut. That's what, and uh, and so it's it making a good even way more to sense. Remember it, Tim. Good way to remember mm. it. 
what happens when you drink alcohol? Where does it affect your brain? Your brain, your liver, yeah. Yeah, but but people say, how can your gut, how can what you eat affect everything? Or you can start with that. Well, when you ingest alcohol, if you ingest too much, it affects your brain and you you lose your balance, you lose, you can't see properly. Um, uh, you know, you, you act drunk, you lose your memory. So, so that's, and same as, you know, when you, when you um, eat food that's off, well, if, if, what, what does your body do? It tries to get rid of it. You get sickness and you get diarrhea, you get a rash. It's, it's so obvious. It's so absolutely obvious. And Hippocrates wrote about it. Hippocrates wrote about all of it. And I, I don't understand, you know, we, we've got this whole system, haven't we? Ologists. I've gone to university for five years and I've got letters after my name and I'm an ologist. Um, and now I've done many, many more years and people bow down to me and I have student ologists beneath me who, who idolize me and I get paid wads of cash and I dole out lots of drugs and pharmacia because the pharmacia representatives send me on lovely holidays for two weeks where I can take my children and, and all I have to do is listen to a lecture once because I'm an ologist. And I generally look at your proctologist, your rear end. Uh, but of course, your rear end is attached to the rest of your body. Or what about a cardiologist, your heart? What about um, an endocrinologist, your endocrine system? audiologist you're hearing what about um you know optometrists your eyes everything a dentist it's all connected to the rest of your body yeah one of the things that i'm hearing there and maybe you've thought it too but what i'm what i'm hearing is like so many other things that we see in this world when you get a centralized government now they want to break they break up everybody they compartmentalize them so they don't really know what each other's doing now we're, they're they're talking about uh, we had an article at sonslibertymedia.com now they're wanting to develop a department or something for loan of loneliness what the what in the world so when what i see here is when you have these specialists it's not that they don't know what they're talking about in that thing but it usually what they do is they're compartmentalized and they're not seeing the bigger picture okay i know about the heart i know how to do this that and the other and i know these kinds of things but are they really understanding what's actually affect the, the the what's the real problem of whatever symptom they're looking at in the heart or the liver or the gallbladder or whatever? Do they really understand what's actually causing it? Or no, they don't teach them. Right, they don't teach them in medicine, and that's by design. And it, yeah, and if you suddenly started to show them, and they realize that uh, most of what they're doing is ridiculous, they don't want to know because all of a sudden then their power goes and their salary and their qualifications disappear into the ether and Johnny and Jane might not be at private school and, and Margaret, his wife, might not be able to go to bridge club and her tennis club anymore. I'm being such a rat bag here, but it's true. <laughs> and so they they continue on. Um, you know, you, you, when, when you, the very fact that, you know, you can go to an arrhythmia clinic, a, a cardiac arrhythmia clinic, that's when you have an anomaly in your heartbeat and you step into the hospital, which is running an arrhythmia clinic. And the first thing you see are cafeterias that are selling you donuts, McDonald's, coffee, sugar, white processed acid poison, all of which 
uh, MSG, all of which are going to have an effect on your heartbeat. So you go into the cardiac arrhythmias clinic and they give you a drug and then you come out and you eat your garbage. But they don't tell you that. They don't tell you any of that. It's absolutely outrageous. And I'm going to just keep calling them out all the time. I refuse to call any of these doctors by their title doctor because it's an honorary title. They haven't got a doctorate. So I look and I see what their name is and I call them Mr. And they go, oh, I'm not a consultant. I go, you're not a doctor either. And um, I, I generally start off like that. <laughs> Which, wow. wow. Yes. Yeah. And, and I don't, I'm not doing it anymore. That's if I'm on the attack. That's if I'm on the attack. <laughs> if I'm going in there, I want something. I'm much nicer. But if I'm going in there to prove a point, I'm going to start from a position of power. Mm. You know, never, ever, ever go in anywhere and apologize. Oh, I'm sorry to, sorry to bother you. Never do I say that. Never, never, never. I go straight in there. And uh, what are we told? What, what are we taught? We're to put on our full armor of God. Yep. And your weapon of offense is your sword, your word. Use it wisely. And so you own it straight away. And I'll tell you, that's what I did with my son. I owned when he was really ill. I found out everything. I owned it and got him upright and, and back to school and vitality. And he had the grace of God to say no to drugs. Amen. Well, and so, but a lot of kids won't be. Even more now, I've got cardiac arrhythmias. Yeah. So for all you doctors out there, oh yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to get louder and louder. <laughs> so we're <clears throat> So next week, we're going to be Red Pill Expo. Um, so we won't be doing the show there. We're going to try to do a couple of interviews with some people. Uh, Bob has told me he's setting up his studio. He said, you can use it. You know, I'm going to set up two tables. He's going to do some stuff. He said, you can use it over here. So we may do some short, you know, five, 10 minute interviews with people as they're there, as they have time to do At it. the expo. At the expo. Oh, how fantastic. <clears throat> I might have to, I might have to jump on his equipment That's yeah great. well i mean yeah i can talk he, he's he's looking forward to meeting you as well and uh, so if i do that it will not be on this rumble channel guys i'm gonna go because this is specifically for sons of liberty radio but i'll put it on our d our d live channel over there sons of liberty we haven't used that and i don't know how long uh i'll set up my 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 phone to do it because uh I'm probably not going to lug the computer around everywhere. I'll just do it off my phone. I have the ability to do that there. So we're going to probably do it uh, live there from the expo. And I want to just thank my friend Bill, uh, who's so kind to uh, give me the um, the airfare and then money for food um, and, you know, an Uber ride to and from the airport. And then Bob for, for giving me got, a place to got stay. A hotel. They've got a bus. There's a bus. Well, Bob's got his car. He's driving there. So, right. I, well, oh, they have a bus to drive you. It's. I think it's. I don't know how many miles it is. It's like it's just a few miles. There's the, a bus to the uh, the actual Red Pill Expo okay. from the airport to the hotel because it's in a hotel. I'm I'm not in the hotel. I'm not one of those that are worthy enough for that. But I'm grateful that that God worked it out because I was figuring I was going to have to spend a whole bunch of money on a room and stuff like this, and and I didn't have it. So these guys were very kind to send me out there. And Bill said, "You need to get out there. You need to meet." And some of the people we've had on the show are uh, going to be able to meet them and uh, and do some, you know. It, and I Sherry, think it, just to say, Sherry Tenpenny's there. She's going to uh, be there. Dr. Yep. Brian Ardis is there. Artists. There's a great big on Dan Do Happel. Dr. Lee Merritt. I told Apple. her, yeah, we were going to yeah. be out Oh, there yeah, well. Dr. Lee Merritt. I'm going to meet all these people. That'll be a hoot. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that will be good fun. And because uh, only Dr. Lee Merritt and I, of course, talk about Nazis and everyone goes, oh, you can't talk about that. Um, and the Freemasons, Lee Merritt and I will talk about the Freemasons. They go, oh, you can't talk about that either. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be it, it's going to be a blast. And yeah, so if you if you guys are out there, if you happen to listen to the show and you're going uh, look for us out there. You're, you're definitely going to see Kate because she's going to be a speaker. But uh, I'll be out there. Look for uh, Bob with uh, IMTV. Uh, he'll be out there, and uh, we're and we're going to play our interview with him next Saturday, Lord willing. We're going to get that the end this week. That's going to be on chlorine dioxide. So whatever you want to know practically, very, not from a scientific, you know, big, you know, ivory tower kind of guy like uh, an Andreas Calker who's actually done the stuff. He's not just been the scientist. He's actually helped do it or somebody like Carrie Rivera uh, who's been in that. But if you want to hear from a guy, just a regular old Joe, um, Bob will, Bob will be here and we're going to play that. And then sometime this week, uh, Kate and I are going to get with, uh, Pastor Casper McLeod. He's got a new album out he, that he's the one who wrote the song there that we played at the beginning of the show. Um, and the, even the little Irish jig that he plays, plays there after that. That's the actually se- selling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Even that little really? Irish jig there. Um, that was, that came, that's the next song on the CD. So if you want to pick that up, it's called higher frequencies, or you can, you can find him on, uh, uh, Spotify at, uh, Casper McLeod band. That's what you want to look for. And, uh, that the new album's out on there. You can listen to it for free, but, uh, what, what, a, what a very talented man. I mean, this guy writes all kinds of songs. He's a great guitar player. Uh, I think he needs, I think he needs somebody to help him with his videos just a little bit, but he's got great music. He really does. And he's a great artist. You should see his paintings. Yeah, I, well, I've seen he sh- he showed me a couple of things. I think when we were doing an interview one time. But Kate, let's close out the show here. Final word from you, and then we'll do that. The final word is everything's going to be okay. What you think, what you focus on, what you say is going to be your reality. So choose wisely today, because the Lord loves you more than you love yourself, and He wants you to have a wonderful life. And if you think all those positive things, it's going to guide you to make the right choices for everything. And you'll live that life and you won't be stuck in their utopia because the Savage Reservation is looking fabulous from where I'm sitting. Mm, amen. I, I totally agree. It's the same thing for me. Exact same thing for me. Uh, guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, Kate, thank you for staying and uh, or staying over a little bit. And then I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at three again. Get with the people of God. Open up your home. Maybe serve a meal together. Um, be hospitable, spur one another on to loving good works in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then we'll see you bright and early 6 a.m. Lord willing on Monday morning. See you.